Today on the show, we go on an epic quest to save a princess. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. I'm Kevin. And I'm Jaden. Well, we are back. Episode 2. The epic continuation of a story we didn't know we wanted, but are glad we have. Yeah, Star Wars Episode 3.2. Star, yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars Episode 2, not that one, a new one. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I remember telling you uh, the other day where I was like, oh, yeah, in episode one, when we see the younglings and I'm like, wait, no, Obi-Wan episode three point. Yeah, you had to qualify ah. it because I was confused as to what part you were saying. I was like flipping through my 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 giant Wikipedia books, encyclopedias. (laughs) And I'm like, what what are you talking about? Which one? Which one? (laughs) So today we're going to talk about episode two. And yep. we are going to talk about what's going on uh, with now that Obi-Wan has actually left Tatooine, going to find Leia and rescue this 10-year-old Leia. And then we're going to kind of give you guys some thoughts on what we think about the episode and what we're going to think is going to be happening moving forward. But first, before we start anything, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping, as usual. We love to hear from you guys, our listeners. So, if you want, email us at lorepartypodcast at gmail.com. With your thoughts and, you know, episode ideas. What do you guys think of these episodes? Do you want more? Do you like them? Let us know. And then our teams also stream weekly on Twitch. So be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash lore underscore party. And of course, as most of you all know, you can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore party. Gee, I wonder, man, we did we brand ourselves pretty well? I think we did. Well, I think we did some good branding yeah, there. I think we did some pretty, some pretty good, good branding there. Okay, so right before we get into this whole big thing, I want to say I enjoyed the episode. I had fun. It was very dark, so the CG wasn't as bad this time. Yeah. I, I, before we started, I just want to say it's it, the CG looked a lot better in this one. The, the, the benefit of, of Nightfall really did help. And this whole episode Or I guess daytime. Take... It could have been daytime. It, 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 Dio is very uh, dark. Yeah, so the whole episode was very dark. And also thematically, it is also pretty dark. So prepare yourselves for a uh, little bit more depressing scene between the whole, the whole show. <laughs> this whole episode's a little <laughs> bit sad. No, but it's fun. It is. All right, so we're going to get into it right away. But first, we're going to hear a quick ad from our lovely sponsors. Stick around. All right, that's enough housekeeping. Now we're going to get into the episode. So first things first, uh, we see my favorite thing in all of Star Wars, public transportation. Yeah, and it's wonderful uses. Go. Nice, nice. As a New Yorker, see, I loved it. It was it made me happy. Oh, my gosh, it was great. Uh, Obi-Wan lands and... uh. They they really did like like nail on the head. Uh, they were like uh, he lands and immediately goes to like an information guy and is like, "Hey, uh, I'm trying to track this ship's signal. Can you?" And the guy's like, "Whoa, man, this is the crime planet. All signals are blocked. All right, because we're the crime planet." 
It was it the weirdest been... thing. I was like, "Why? What is your job then? You're the information guy." He's like, "People here like their privacy on Dio. No one, no signals come in and out." It's like, how did the Empire let this go? It's like this is the smuggling planet. But um, so basically, Obi Wan finds out that he's all on his own. You know, he starts uh, walking towards the center of town, and as he goes, he gets stopped by a, a very familiar voice who just says, "Spare any credits." A homeless voice. Very, very homeless. Yes, and we look and we see. But the crazy thing is, is like, we hear the voice and it's clearly, uh, it's clearly the Boba Boba Fett's actor, Temmitsu Morrison. Like, we're clearly, it's like, oh "Oh my God, it's him. It's absolutely him. And and all of the rumors had been like, hey, he's he's in this. He's playing a clone trooper. So we were all like, oh my God, is it Cody? Is it Rex? Is it, uh, you know, Wolf? Is it Gregor? Who could it be? And then you turn and you look, and it's just a random clone trooper. And he's homeless, and he's begging for food on the street. And I was like, that is such a cool idea. That that blew, that was like, it was super sad, but it was so cool at the same time. Especially because this was a clone trooper from the 501st Legion. This was a clone trooper from Anakin's Legion. Yeah. This whole show is about his regret towards Anakin. And god damn. Yeah. Like the fact that this that the fact that this guy who served with his best friend doesn't even recognize him. That got me too, because I was expecting him to be able to recognize Obi-Wan. Because let's be real here, he doesn't look that much different. He's just no. got a beard. He's the that's most, a he was bit, the bleh. one of the most famous Jedi of the whole war. I did think that it was really depressing though to see a clone trooper like that. Like what what you don't got the VA like nobody's there helping these guys like the galactic VA did shit for these guys and I'm like oh that makes sense I, they I understand abandoned that. them man yeah and what really got me too is right after that it cuts to stormtroopers and obviously their voices are different because they're not clones so that kind of got me where I was like wow wow these guys were just treated like trash afterward like their usefulness is gone and now we've cut to all of a sudden what's being used now and it it felt really it just felt sad when I when I saw it. I, I I felt really bad for that clone trooper. And then I thought to myself, though, oh well, that clone trooper probably killed some Jedi or something. And I was like, oh, hmm, maybe I don't feel too yeah, but, bad about this guy. But at the same time, like we know from from uh, watching the Clone Wars that it's not his fault. I know. Yes, it is, he killed it Jedi, is. but you're those right. you're right. Those inhibitor chips made him do that. That's yeah. the the saddest you know aspect of the Clone Wars is that. Yes, these guys, you know, committed this terrible genocide of the of force users, but they didn't even know they were doing it. Like they, they were just told, like there something in their brain said, "Hey, this this Jedi's got to go." So by about ten, you know, ten years after the Clone Wars, there's not a lot of clone troopers serving. So it's very likely that there are several, you know, clones that are exactly like this unfortunate trooper who are just, you know abandoned by the side of the road now now that's just not the only little cameo we have in this scene, that's true it? they they double down on the cameos early very early so at the end of this whole situation obi-wan you know he takes some money and he gives it to the clone trooper the clone trooper just kind of gives him a little nod doesn't really recognize him just you know goes about the rest of his day begging for food and as he turns he runs into uh, this girl who tries to sell him spice. 
<laughs> what what what's fun about that though is that the girl who's chilling with spice is actually ian mcgregor's real daughter i thought that was such a cool thing to have her play uh have have her play a character in star Wars, especially someone who's looking for their daughter when it's like hey the, you're my daughter i didn't and, know that i i actually didn't know that until seeing yeah i think I, I think i texted you that and you're like wait what yeah 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 it's so cool um and she she basically tells him like hey you know you're, if you're looking for your daughter, you're not going to find her because he's Obi-Wan lies and says he's looking for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, you're not going to find her. Um, so here's some drugs for free just to like ease the pain of losing your daughter. And he's like, no, listen, I got to find her. So she's like, OK, you know what? I might know someone who can help. I know a Jedi. Dun, dun, dun. And we're like, what? A Jedi alive here? This is crazy. Tell us about the Jedi. So we see a mysterious figure leading two people into a room and we then see their face and it is Haja Estre. He does all the classic Jedi stuff, you know, to impress these people and closes the windows with quote unquote air quotes, the force and moves a couple things on the table and just moves some stuff around the room. All the Jedi sayings and words. My favorite thing is when he picks up the the comm link and pretends to Jedi mind trick. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. you will give them safe passage. And the guy's like, oh, I will give them safe passage. So Obi-Wan is just watching this and he's just like kind of not impressed. At first he goes, ooh, because he sees, he sees the windows move and he's like, huh, you see like a little twinkling. And then he just kind of watches it and he's like, that guy's not using the force. That's full of shit. Yep. And he's like, he... He immediately can sense something's not right in the air. And so Obi-Wan kind of watches this, and we see this mom and kid end up getting transport. So he says, go on this ship and do this, you know, talk to this person, yep. do this thing, and, and and you'll get out of here. So they leave. You find out that he's, like, he's got connections at the spaceport already, but he uses his, like, fake Jedi-ness to, like, get score some money out of them on the side to keep his little operation going. Yeah, he gets them to, like, pay him some cash, and he has this, like, little box or whatever with cash. And they leave... And then it's revealed, obviously, that it's a fake. Yep. And Obi-Wan walks in and immediately sees through all the bullshit because he starts doing all the same shit again. So Obi-Wan obviously sees all these things are just a trick and they're full of shit. And so as soon as he starts asking questions, he's like in his face and is like, oh, this this magnet, this, 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 and like breaks all yeah. that shit. He's like, what the hell, man? And he kind of insinuates that he's a force user not a i don't think he says he doesn't say that he's a jedi but he insinuates oh no he does he's like he's like you face a jedi like he's like oh yeah i am a jedi yeah but obi-wan is the one who's just like no you're full of shit bro yeah he's just like you're an asshole he he, he doesn't even pull his lightsaber on he pulls a fucking gun on he pulls a blaster he's pissed so after this kenobi is like hey man this is my situation and Haja is like, okay, fine. I'll help you. And what's interesting is Kenobi's kind of just like, huh? He's like, wait, wait, what? He's like kind of shocked. Like, are you sure? And he tells Kenobi where to go and to find, you know, the smugglers that uh, kidnapped Leia. And so Kenobi sneaks into where he believes Leia is. And he fights with the kidnappers, which is really cool. They beat the shit out of him in the room and in like a cell almost. It's very cool to see them use martial arts too. Yes. Like he, yeah. is, he doesn't use, again, like this whole episode, he doesn't use his lightsaber. I think that's such a cool 
idea for him where he's like, you know, I'm trying to maintain that I'm not a Jedi this whole time. Like he knows that the last thing he should do is turn his lightsaber on because that will get so much attention drawn on him. Oh, yeah, totally. And he he gets in like close quarters combat, which is really cool. They think they capture him, but then he just fights back really quickly. He escapes very quickly. And yeah. Uh, he uses the spice that the that his IRL daughter gave him, and yeah. smashes it on the ground, Sm- and then jumps the out of the room because he has a he goes into this uh the the place is like a I guess it's a drug making place or something. They have to wear a mask, and he gets the mask as as pretending to be an employee. So when he breaks the spice, he automatically puts that mask on, and he can escape. And everybody in the room gets super high, and he just gets out and escapes. Which is so good, which is such good timing because Reva, uh, the this the third sister, has arrived on the planet to take possession of Leia. I don't think we covered it in episode one, but she's the reason that Leia was kidnapped in the first place. I think I think we did we 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 kind of glossed we 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 omitted talking about that, but she's the reason because she figured that that uh, Leia's father served with Obi Wan Kenobi, so he would automatically. Be, he, she's like I, by by that logic they should still be in contact together when that scene happened people thought that it was because people thought that the father was Anakin and like people were like freaking out online like oh my god is that she knows she knows and it's like no 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 it's 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 not it's that Baylor father <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not that guy it's it's adopted father not real daddy so uh irregardless she shows up and she 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 walks into the room to collect Leia she walks in and her entire freaking crack team is literally a crack team because they're all high as shit laying on the floor. And which that must have been a trip and a half to, to like come to and you just see this scary lady with a lightsaber staring at you. The other the other th- fun thing, too, uh, in, in great contrast to how Leia's first introduced uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he figures out what cell she's in and he opens up the door and then a little 10 year old lady immediately like hits him with a bowl and like tries to book it, which I was like, I was like, I love this. Cause like, you just see so much of Anakin in all of her, all of her mannerisms and all of her actions. And I love that. But what's, what's really funny too, is after she tries to, you know, escape from him, they start just kind of bickering. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's old married couple bickering. I, I also, also someone else pointed out too online. They said that, um, uh, they, they have to go like buy clothes to change into like try to blend in with the with the people in the city. And uh, he buys her a cloak and then she starts looking at the gloves and he's like, and the gloves. It's, it's, it's so cool because like he's spoiling her in the way that he was trying to spoil Luke by buying him that toy in episode one. Yeah, that's really that's a good so catch. Like, that's really funny. Like, I'm going to spoil I'm going to spoil one of these Skywalker brats. I swear to God, I don't care which one it is. <laughs> I'm going to buy one of them fav- something. I'm going to be that favorite uncle. I swear. Yeah, that they can't ever know about because they might die if they find out. <laughs> yeah, so they get their disguises, but now there's a lot more. Uh, it's a lot more people that they need to hide from. Yes, because at this same moment, uh, the the first uh, no, I was at the first order. Uh, the Inquisitors show up. That's 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 about fifty years ahead of me. Uh, <laughs> the Inquisitors show up, and they the Grand Inquisitor is pissed. He is because not happy. He just realized that she kidnapped a senator's daughter. <laughs> like, he's like, I told you to leave Kenobi alone. But not only did you not do that, but you kidnapped, like, one of the most important people's child. Yeah. And used her as bait. And he's, she's like, yeah, well, you know what, idiot? It worked. All right? He's here, and I'm going to kill him. And, he, and Grand Inquisitor's like, no, 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 no. You disobeyed me again. You're done. 
you're go go back to the ship. You're gonna wait for me until I get back. Yeah, he pretty much shuts her down completely. Yeah. And I and and so and of course, what does she do? She goes back to the ship. No, just kidding. She pulls out her freaking phone and calls. She does a freaking Junie from Spy Kids 3. Call in everyone. She's like, tell every bounty hunter that Obi-Wan Kenobi's here. Have them kill him for a big reward. And it's like, yeah, that's that's gonna help your boss. Just flooding the city with uh bounty hunters to murder to murder the guy you're trying to capture alive and now we see obi-wan's face plastered everywhere because all of we see this really cool shot of kind of like john wick yeah and he it's kind of cool too because like he he was starting to get along with leia you know like leia was asking the typical like questions you know be being cool and then all of a sudden they get attacked by one of these bounty hunters and obi-wan you know has to you know he take he takes out the bounty hunter but when he does, uh, Leia notices like it's it has his face on his like yeah. Obi-Wan's face is on the guy's wrist. And she's like, oh, they're not here for me. They're here for you. You're a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, it's interesting. You're too, not a Jedi. You're a bad guy. Yeah, she's obviously a kid. But what's really cool is she's very self-aware of what's going on. Like she's very actively watching around. And of course, yep. she doesn't have all the pieces to the puzzle right now. But from what she's being presented, she's doing a really good job of like trying to get out of the situation it was really cute when they were bickering because she's like oh you are you a jedi oh that's cool can you make me float like again people are just like doing things or you know when he in the first episode where he shows his lightsaber as he's getting on the ship similar thing like oh can you just make me float can you just do this it's like come yeah. on she is a kid though so i'll give her that but after this she just flees she runs away she's like i'm out we get we get another patented leia chase scene where no one can seem to catch a 10 year old well this is a lot better i think this was shot this one's a lot better. better no they they improved on this one yeah she, there's a lot more things definitely. for her to actually be able to like duck and dive under that doesn't that that actually makes sense for her to dive under and then haja gets the uh hologram as well his his little his little kid that helps him around and gets told that oh you had the Jedi, and the bounty's huge. And he goes, "Oh, that's embarrassing." He's like, "Oh, come on." I I love his delivery. He's just like, he's like, "That's embarrassing." Pulls out a gun. Well, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's so good. And you think that he's going out to go catch Obi Wan? We're just gonna leave that at that. You think he's gonna go yeah. out and catch Obi Wan? There's a really cool shootout sequence on a rooftop. We see a bunch of parkour. Uh, of Riva running around. It's a really cool parkour sequence. Parkour! Parkour! It's really good. And we see then Leia running around, and we see... And then we see Obi-Wan chasing Leia. Then it comes up to where Leia gets on the rooftops, and Leia is trying to, you know, run away. And Obi-Wan is, of course, chasing her, and he goes up onto the rooftop as well. There's this really cool sequence then as soon as they get up on the rooftop when they're running around some of the bounty hunters see obi-wan so they start shooting at him and there's this whole big shootout sequence leia's running around and, and obi-wan's like hey 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 reva's on another rooftop and sees the like you know choo, 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 choo. she sees all those little blaster bolts and so she starts chasing she starts chasing yep. obi-wan and you don't know obi-wan doesn't know this he doesn't know that she's there he takes out the bounty hunter, and as he takes out the bounty hunter, Leia tries to jump off a building and falls, essentially, 
to almost her death, but Obi-Wan catches her, and then what does he do? He makes her float with the Force. He catches yeah. her with the Force, just like what she wanted earlier. She floats. It was cute. So after this wild chase sequence, this wild shootout, they end up getting uh, back in front of who? Haja. Oh, no. Haja. He came out there with a gun. Is he going to kill them? No. Haja actually tells them where to go and says, hey, you are not like the first Jedi of health, essentially, and I'm gonna, I want to help you. People still believe in you guys. So Haja actually is pro-Jedi, which is cool, even though he was kind of using the Jedi to get some extra cash. He tells them where to go. I, I, I like what he said, too. He's like, I'm just using it to get a little cash. I'm not hurting anyone. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. And so he tells them where to go. Uh, for the tr- ship transport. It's like a trade ship that it's just like an automated ship. So they end up leaving and they're going. Leia now, of course, believes Obi-Wan is a good person because he saved her. Who is right behind them? Reva. So Haja then puts his hood up and everything and confronts Reva in this really funny sequence where he's like, you've you've captured the Jedi. Oh, I'm or no, what does he say? He goes, you've now found me. I am the Jedi. And he's like really yeah. goofy about it. It's hilarious. And she obviously disarms him super fast and like gets him up against a wall and is like, tell me where they went. And he's like, and no. he's like, I'll never tell you. And she's like, no, you won't. And then she starts doing the force thing. Yep. Where she can like read his mind. And I, I was like, I was like, Oh shit. Like she's got some, she's got some training, man. She's got some dark side training. It's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and, those are not magnets, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's the best part. He's like, he's like, this that wasn't magnets when he gets thrown up against a wall. I it loved was that. super funny. It was really funny. And so we get back to the sequence. She just keeps going. Reva just doesn't stop. Really one-track mind over here, like very much trying to get uh, Obi-Wan. And we get to the ship transport, and Obi-Wan is like, go, Leia, get on the ship. So yep, she's trying to get right on the ship. You. Yep, I'll be right behind you. Yep, I'll be right behind you. The, the that's the phrase that always gets people in movies. I'll be right behind you. Yeah, so dead. Yeah, right. So he is hiding behind boxes and shipping containers, and she's just kind of stalking him and like saying stuff, like, "Oh, you know, you didn't know he's alive. Who's alive?" She tells Obi Wan that Anakin is alive. And there's this really the- awesome close up shot, and she says that Vader doesn't like people knowing that. And it's it's a thing that you just kind of oh see my him God. freeze. He yeah. he, he like, has like a mini panic attack. Like I'm sure that he's I'm sure that he's heard that someone named. Uh, it's the things that we don't know. We don't know how much he knew. Given yeah. ten years in the desert, he might have cut himself off from all knowledge because it might have been honestly it might have been too painful for him to hear about how the galaxy was doing while in his absence. Plus, Tatooine was not necessarily a hundred percent under Empire rule. No, it's. There's even an episode one that girl's like, this is the Outer Rim. The Empire has no jurisdiction out here. It's like, oh, interesting. That news may not meet him. You know, like, who yeah. gives a shit about the Emperor? Who gives a shit about this Vader guy? Like, the, the people on Tatooine don't really care that much. But what I loved about it is just that the fact that she's right. Like, I, I we, hopefully we re- get revealed to us later, like, how the hell she knows about yeah, that's Vader. A because because in the comics, even in old canon, like, Vader did not allow people to know who he was. How she, how the hell she found out is going to be a very interesting thing for them to unpack later, I believe. Oh, yeah. And so after this, 
you think she starts kind of fighting him and throwing boxes at him with the force and everything. You see the cool, really dark glow of the lightsaber. There's a lot of really cool shots, especially because it's dark. This whole episode was like really cyberpunk. It, dark. it lets, yeah, it, it, it lets good. everything really pop and shine, which yeah. I really appreciated. Yeah. So right after this happens, right after she says Anakin's alive, the grand inquisitor shows up. Yep. And he's doing his, He's like this is like the third time now that he's where he's like just having this high and mighty attitude towards her, like giving her shit, telling her that she's a failure and a fool, you know, all the cl- classic like Sith baddie lines, you know, yeah. when when we get home, you're going to be in big trouble, young lady. Now, Obi-Wan jumps into the ship and escapes. Yeah, like he Obi-Wan uses this opportunity to dip. He's like, ah, let's yeah, I'm out. See ya. And Reva, I think like Reva's like, you know what? I'm done with this. She just turns and straight up, this is a very controversial thing. She straight up murders the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. She stabs him through the fucking chest, drops him down. And then she has that great life. She's like, who's in the gutter now? And this is going to cause some controversy. This has been a, a big point of contention among like fans because the Grand Inquisitor is not dead in canon. He yeah. is not dead. He shows up in Rebels. He was in the Jedi Survivor trailer that, that debuted a few days ago. Like, he's... This is very weird for them to have done this. But I also think that um, with the advent of uh, Book of Boba Fett, basically anyone can live as long as you get him into a back-to-tank quick enough, it seems like. They're, yeah. they're really good at, like... Like, um, uh, Fennec Shand was, was shot in the same spot that he was just stabbed. So maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's just a robot. I mean, that's the only thing I can explain. Yeah. I saw someone say, oh, this is time travel. This is like the Ahsoka thing. I'm like, no, nah, that. we're not doing that yet. Uh, stop it. So speaking of Bakta tanks, what do we see next? The episode ends with Obi-Wan just sitting in that transport ship, scared out of his freaking mind. And it cuts immediately to glowing red eyes suspended in a back to tank and it is Darth Vader himself. The intense fear that Obi-Wan felt at the mere mention of his failed Padawan enticed and excited Vader into action and I think that is such a cool idea. The link that was severed on the on the lava fields of Mustafar has been reignited this time in a furious rage. And that is how our episode ends. And I'm so excited for episode three. So I think that wraps it up for the recap. I think now we just need to do a quick ad break. We're going to get you guys to hear a word from our sponsors. And then we're going to jump right back into it with our reactions and our predictions for the next episode. So stick around. Okay, we are back. And man, did this episode deliver on so many beautiful things. Oh yeah. This was such a good episode to like drag in. I understand now why they released two episodes cuz this the first episode had a had a decent hook. This episode really shows that this show is going to be about Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Obi-Wan yeah. versus Vader. And I love the idea that like it's like nope, it's on now. He's hunting you. I thought that was really cool. I thought the end of it, like them ending it like that, was a perfect cliffhanger, especially for the release. Like releasing that as the end of the premiere 
really yes. that that'll hook you. Like that's smart Absolutely. marketing. That's really good. Uh, but yeah, it, it was good. I'm you liked this episode a lot. I know you re, you were texting me like, oh wait, you gotta see episode two. You gotta see I, episode two. The 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 uh, connections that I'm seeing uh, with like the old canon and like the new uh, like the it's just the 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 interworld weaving that I'm seeing here. I really, really, really like that stuff. I, I, that's one of my favorite things about Star Wars is that they is that they they do a really good job of like if you know an obscure fact or an obscure character, they're gonna reward you for knowing that. And I, I think they're getting they got away from that a little bit when they when they got rid of the Legends continuity, but they're they're getting back to it a little bit. And I really appreciate when they're just like paying homage to some of this some of the older stuff and some of the stuff that's like, hey, if you're not paying attention, you're gonna miss it. So I'm really excited especially to talk about episode three coming up soon. Overall, my reaction was really, really positive. I think the only detractor was the Leia uh, chase scene again. I, I I don't love it when they have her running. I think it looks kind of silly, but I think the actress who plays her is amazing. I think that she captures Leia's sass like to a T. Like there's no mistaking that classic uh, Amidala Leia just put downs whenever someone's pissing her off it's fantastic overall this episode is i i think this episode was fantastic and it left on a great cliffhanger and i can't wait to see what they do with it in future episodes what about you who played Hodge again what was his name uh, uh kamal nanjamani yeah, yeah yeah he is he's great and he's a giant nerd too i love it when yeah. i love it when star wars nerds get into star wars because they always seem to have the most fun yeah, I thought he was really, really good. I, I for some reason I was blanking on his name. I thought he was great. I thought that was really fun. Just seeing him it was really fun. I, every time I see him on screen, I know I'm gonna have a good time. I thought that again. I'm gonna start this again. Cinematically, film wise, I thought it was shot really, really well. I liked the use of darkness and like the use of lighting. So the use of darkness to emphasize colors and specific lighting. The neon looked amazing. It looked in great. This episode. I'm a big cyberpunk fan, like not just of the game, but just very cyberpunk. So I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed again, the acting. Everybody's great. I, I, I am more invested in Riva in this episode because she's actively doing stuff. And because I saw more of her doing those things, I enjoyed it more. Whereas, so the first episode, I, I wasn't portrayed context. They didn't portray context for her, like what, what her motivation was. So I wasn't as invested. Yes. I was kind of like, where's this coming from? I don't, I like, I don't care. I want to know why. If I, if I know, I would probably care more. In this mm-hmm. episode, just the little banter between her and the Inquisitor made me more invested in her winning and proving him wrong. Which, yes. that's not the main motivation, but it was portrayed to me, which means now I cared more about it. So that writing aspect, I thought, did a lot, it was a lot better than the first episode. The chase sequence was, again, that was okay, it was alright, I like I like to see Reva's parkour throughout the whole thing, that was kind of cool. I and thought I that liked was cool. Obi-Wan shooting on the, the, the top of the building, I liked the yeah. shootout that they had. I like that he's using... Uh, such an uncivilized weapon. Uncivilized. I, 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 cool. I knew I knew people were gonna dra- like grab onto that. I was so excited to hear people talk about that too. Oh yeah, I, I did think that he would have at least whipped out the lightsaber toward the end to fight her, but we didn't, and that's okay. Again, the Grand Inquisitor, air quote, death 
interesting. Okay, where does this go? Uh, yeah, I, there's just so, so many, like, little things. Like you said, there's little things, like his daughter being in it. Like, just little things, like these characters that are mentioned and all that. I like it because it's not done to a way where it's so in your face, but it's done mm-hmm. enough to say, like, hi, we're here. And yeah, if you don't like nice, know it, nice that's okay. Nods. Yeah, yep. yeah. If you don't know it, that's okay. If you do, you do, you do and it's cool. <laughs> this is a kinder, gentler Star Wars canon where they won't hurt you because you don't know who that obscure character in the background is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I really like the sequence again also with, with like, you know, those aren't magnets, but usually, I thought that stuff was really funny. The co- the comedy, so Star Wars has comedy in it in the movies, so I liked that this had some comedy in it, but not enough, like, to where it would overpower everything. So it's dramatic enough, it has little bits of humor, which is kind of fun, like him bantering with Leia, I enjoyed that. It made it kind of more believable because... I don't think in real life you would do something like that to where you would just tell a kid, don't talk, whatever. Like, you would have some banter with this kid who's obviously witty and smart. You are going to have banter. And the way he reacts where he's just like, what the heck, this kid? What the hell? This kid is smart. Yeah, he he slowly realizes through the episode, like, that this this is, you know, the child of his friends. Like, so much so, it it bothers him almost, where it's like he sees... So much of Leia and or in Leia, he sees so much of Padme and Anakin. It's amazing. Yeah. So overall, I think this episode was, I don't want to say better than episode one. I think I had less issues with this episode, but they're just, they are also shot differently, which was pretty cool. Yeah. The, Even though they're the same director, it's kind of cool that they, yeah, have, uh, I, uh, they have the same director for all, for all six episodes. Yeah. But they're shooting these episodes obviously differently like it's it, it, you can see the style but yep. there are definitely variables and variances of, of how they're shooting specific sequences like the the chase sequence was shot completely different than the other chase sequence there were still some overhead shots and stuff but not as much and they did a mm-hmm. lot more pans and follows so the getting into the the film aspect of it but it was i liked it i think it was really good and it, especially that ending, that ending made me go, all right, I need more now. I can't, I can't do this. I need to, I gotta wait a week. What's going on? Oh my God. No, keep I remember texting you just being like, Grah. Yep. It was, you were like, I, I need more. And I was like, we'll, we'll get more soon. I think it's true though. I mean, that's, that's, I think that's my, I think it's, it's enticing me enough that I, I'm definitely, I was already going to watch the rest of it because we're doing a podcast, obviously, but I'm like, this is, this is really good stuff. And I'm really excited to see what the rest of the series ends up being and how it's going to go. Cause it's short, man. It's only six episodes. Like I'm, I'm sad. I did see, I thought I saw rumors today that they were talking about doing a second season, which I hope they don't. I think that would ruin the, the majesty of what we're getting. I think six episodes is plenty to tell a story. Like, like I said before, this is Logan in space and I'm, I'm all here for it. Overall. I think this season is going to be great. I think the show in general is going to be great. If I say season, cause we don't know if there's any more, but I have, again, I have hopes, high hopes, and I think Obi-Wan is our only hope for a really good uh, series, because without him, we wouldn't have the series, so, you know, kind of makes sense. Absolutely. I think that about wraps it up for us, guys. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. 
And be sure to connect with us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at lore underscore party. We will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.